I don't make any sudden moves without consulting God first. And so I just asked him, what would you like me to, to niche down in? Because, you know, before taking a course, I thought, I didn't realize like how important niching down really was. And so I was kind of just looking into copywriting in general. But your course really helped me to see like, no, it's very important to settle on something. And so, yeah, I just asked God and I just kept hearing dentistry, 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 like over and over again. And I just thought that was weird because I don't have a background in dentistry. Now, speech pathology is somewhat related. You know, we did learn about oral structures, oral mechanisms, and I have clinical writing experience and things of that nature, but it's it's not really dentistry and it's not definitely not B2B. And so I was like, okay, I kind of kept that at the back of my mind. And I, I did your process of like writing down things that we're good at, that we like, and I, I came up with other options, but I couldn't get dentistry out of my head. So I'm like, you know what, if God is telling me to do this, then I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. And I felt him telling me that I'm gonna have a lot of favor with it, that I'm not gonna have to like struggle a lot with it if I like align with what he wants. And so that's what I pursued. I'm so excited to interview Chantel, one of my more successful students in my program, 30 Days to Paid, where I teach client acquisition and freelance business strategy. I'm so excited to dive into how she is finding success as a freelance writer. Chantel chose a niche in B2B dentistry, which I really want to highlight because people are so limited in what they think is available and the types of companies that you are able to write for and who pay top dollar for content. I love the approach she took to finding an underserved market that had just a little bit to do with her background, but not fully, because this is the approach I teach in my program, and she followed it to a T and found massive results. So I wanna dive in and hear all about how she did that. You're gonna learn how she feels comfortable on calls despite never having done this before. She was brand new to all of this, but she's killing it regardless. And actually, I'll never forget one of her posts in the Slack community where she came back to us after this call with a client and basically said that the guy was like, I wanna hire you as our marketing director. Like, those are the best compliments you can get as a freelancer when clients actually see you as part of their team because they see you as such a helpful asset to their strategy. Chantel's going to tell you how she got in the mindset of taking things one step at a time, not getting overwhelmed. And I know you're going to be inspired by this story. This is actually one part of a larger interview I did with Chantel. Something I wanted to interview her about was how her faith played into her copywriting journey. I'm going to have that full interview with her linked below. So if you like what you hear and you want to learn more and really get into a deeper conversation, I definitely want you to check that interview out right after this. If you are enjoying this free content about freelance business management, how to get clients, how to be self-employed and make money online, writing, working for yourself, you're definitely going to want to subscribe, whether to the Paid Copywriter Podcast or the Paid Copywriter YouTube channel, because I'm dropping new videos every single week. And the feedback I get from writers is like, wow, this is finally fluff free content that actually gave me what I needed. So don't miss out on seeing these videos subscribe so that i pop up in your feed and if you want to get into freelance writing you're definitely going to want to download my free linkedin guide that tells a little bit about my story and how i got into freelance copywriting and how you can optimize your profile right now to start seeing results and have clients reaching out to you which is amazing right so don't miss that free linkedin guide it's at paidcopywriter.com and it's linked down below 
you're going to love it. So let's get into the interview with Chantel, my student in 30 days to paid. Chantel, I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you for being willing to do this. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to dig into your background and how you made your way to copywriting, but just give us the backstory, you know, and what position were you in when you got started on this journey? Sure. So I'm from Los Angeles. I'm married. I have two beautiful children. And my background is actually in speech language pathology. So growing up, I kind of always knew I wanted to do something in the medical field, not really sure what, but I happened upon speech language pathology or speech therapy. And what's great about that is that there are so many different avenues you can work in. So you can work in schools and private practice. You can even work with musicians but I was drawn to the hospital settings. So I got to shadow speech pathologist in a hospital and did my internship and everything. So I got my bachelor's in speech therapy, and then I did a couple semesters of my master's program at NYU, actually. Okay. And that was going great. Like, I loved it. I was doing really well. But it was during that time that I got pregnant with my first, with my daughter, and I had time to really reflect and think about what I wanted to do in life. And I realized that um, speech therapy, I was good at it. It was fun. It wasn't really my passion, though. It wasn't really where my heart was. And I felt like I didn't want to lose time with my children doing something that my heart wasn't really in. So I decided to withdraw from the program. And it was a hard decision, but I felt like I felt a weight being lifted off my chest. And so I, during that time too, my husband and I were actually part of a Christian missionary organization. And it was so great. My husband had been part of that organization for about 10, 11 years. And he had traveled the world doing an inner healing type of ministry. So just working with people on life transformation, people who've had trauma in their past, and so I, when I, we got married, I was able to join and it was so powerful and impactful. We even were able to train other missionaries who are about to be deployed. We were actually able to teach them about something that we were very passionate about, which is spiritual warfare. So before these missionaries were getting deployed, we, we put together a whole lesson and we got to interact with other missionaries and teach them. And so I had my daughter, we were doing this missionary work and the way that I actually got into copywriting, I normally tell people like, oh, it kind of just came to me, which is true, but it was actually when my daughter, she was an infant at the time in 2020 and she was still nursing throughout the night. And so one time during the night, just one random night, I got up to nurse her and really loudly in my head, I heard copywriting, copywriting. And I'm thinking, okay, what, like, where's this coming from? Am I dreaming? What's going on? But I just kept hearing that copywriting, copywriting. And I knew that the voice wasn't mine because I didn't even know what the word was, but so I figured it was God. And growing up, I'd always heard God's voice. I always heard God speaking to me. I've always had a very close relationship to him. So it wasn't weird. It was just what was weird was I had never heard of what he was talking about before. So I went on Google and I looked up what is copywriting, but I spelled it R-I-G-H-T because I thought that's what it was referring to. So all I got was like copyright, like laws. 
And so I'm, I'm asking God like, oh, do you want me to go into law? Like, what is it? But then I ended up going on YouTube and found someone talking about copywriting, actual writing. And so when I just heard what it was about, I was like, wow, this is perfect because I've always loved writing. I've always like written creatively and even academically, I love doing research and everything. AP English in high school, got the award for that. Like just always loved writing. And I felt like this, I had never heard, I, I never knew that this was even a career. And so I thought it was perfect because it's something I can do from home. If I'm freelancing, then I can choose my own hours. I can spend time with my kids, but at the same time, make money and make a career out of it. So that's how I got into copywriting. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I feel like so many of us have so many twisting, turning paths that wind, you know, that, that put us on this path and all of the detours or, you know, the, and, and something I want to rewind back to is that you said that you were in a master's degree program, continuing your education from your bachelor's degree. And it's very hard to walk away after you've put so much momentum and work into one field. And I know I felt like that when I left my career to pursue copywriting, it was like, well, now I'm starting from the bottom again, after I had just put years into the sales career and worked so hard and put in all the education and the seminars and the courses. So I just want to emphasize for everyone listening is like, if you feel that you're being called toward this, it's okay if you've invested years and years of your life into a different path. And all of a sudden you need to make that change to do something that's more true to you. That's so true. And the thing is though, you can use all of your experience and you can use that in your career. You can build on that and you have certain knowledge and certain experiences that no one else would have because of your path that you take. Yeah. So, so I feel like it's, it's rare for people to just jump into copywriting right away. Yes. I'm, I'm so glad you said that too, because so many times, because I was really suffering in my last job of feeling lost and feeling like I wasn't doing something that I was meant to be doing and not pursuing my passions. And it was such a struggle for so many years mentally. And then now as a copywriter, as I use those skills, I didn't realize I was being honed and prepared all those years to be doing what I'm doing now. So it's just so beautiful in that sense of oh, all that struggle. I didn't realize at the time why that was happening to me, but I am so taking advantage of it and transmuting it into yeah. what I'm doing now. I mean, you have so much wisdom that even I'm gleaning from your course too about your, your sales background. You really can get into them and see like, what are they looking for? What are their pain points? And it really helps even with cold pitching too, to know what they want from us. 100%. Tell me a little bit about your niche. And, and I actually do think what you shared is super relevant because I do think that there are people who are called to do this. And I think the success that you're seeing in the course is a direct result of your purpose and what you're bringing to this, because what you've done so far really has stood out to me. So tell me about the niche that you pursued as a freelancer. Sure. So I actually ended up in B2B dental industry as my niche. So dent manufacturers, dental technology, software, things like that. And yeah, there's really no explanation other than I don't do anything. I don't make any like sudden moves without consulting God first. 
And so I just asked him, what would you like me to, to niche down in? Because, you know, before taking a course, I thought, I didn't realize like how important niching down really was. And so I was kind of just looking into copywriting in general, but your course really helped me to see like, no, it's very important to settle on something. And so, yeah, I just asked God and I just kept hearing dentistry, 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 like over and over again. And I just thought that was weird because I don't have a background in dentistry. Now speech pathology is somewhat related. You know, we did learn about oral structures, oral mechanisms, and I have clinical writing experience and things of that nature, but it's, it's not really dentistry and it's not definitely not B2B. And so I was like, okay, I kind of kept that at the back of my mind. And I, I did your process of like writing down things that we're good at, that we like, and I, I came up with other options, but I couldn't get dentistry out of my head. So I'm like, you know what, if God is telling me to do this, then I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And I felt him telling me that I'm going to have a lot of favor with it, that I'm not going to have to like struggle a lot with it if I like align with what he wants. And so that's what I pursued. And yeah, just, I, I did like some preliminary research on it and I felt it's not like my passion, passion where I felt like this is my ultimate calling, but I really enjoyed learning about it and researching it. Yeah. I think that's, so key that you chose something that was profitable and practical and that there is a need for. Yeah. Because look how passionate you are about, you know, your ministry and you you have a very big purpose on this world, but you didn't try to really channel that directly into freelance copywriting. And I try to communicate that out to the world, but unfortunately it it always comes across like don't choose your passion. But I I do believe if you go a little bit of a different route and look at what's needed versus what you maybe feel like doing that you can see such quick results because you're serving such a specific demographic. Exactly. So I think that the more specific and you can get the more success you will have. So, you know, if you think about, okay, you want to write about health, you really need to hone it down into one type of client. So for me, it's businesses that sell to dentists. And so when I looked up, when I was trying to look up other copywriters who might be doing the same, I literally only found one or two. And so I thought like, oh, well, maybe that's not a good thing because maybe there's not a need for it. But no, there are so many companies I've found and a lot of startups that they want to sell to dentists and they want to sell their products. And so I'm like, this is perfect because there's really no other person who's specific in this one area. And so when I reach out to these clients, they're like, oh, what? You write specifically for companies like ours? Like, of course, you know, we want to have you. So the the further, like the more detailed you can get, the better. Yeah, that's so key. And that's the whole purpose of finding a specialty is so that that resonance happens where a client is like, wait, you do what I do. People really yeah. don't understand how powerful that is, but I would just say to anyone listening who is concerned about niching, like think of your exact problem, the problems you have in your life where you're like, I just don't think anyone else is going to understand this. And then all of a sudden you have someone coming to you being like, actually, I cater to that exact right. problem. How excited would you be to just throw money at someone who specializes yeah. in that and has that information? Because even just thinking about it from a business perspective, the business saves so much time and energy by giving that work to you versus having to train another writer 
on their industry. That's so true. Yeah, I think really the only reason I have been getting like no's from cold pitching has been because they don't need, right now they don't need content, but it's not. Actually, I was on a call the other day with a client and I asked him if he'd worked with freelancers before and what he liked and didn't like. And he said what he didn't like was they were general, generalized freelancers. And so when they would write, you could kind of tell that they didn't have the specific knowledge for the industry. And so I just wrote the first draft of my first project for them. And he just kept reiterating like how impressed he was. And I think it has to do with like me just focusing in on this one industry. I love that. And I can't emphasize that enough. You know, writing that's done by someone who has industry expertise from someone who does not. And it is very obvious. I'm saying this as from my own experience, because I just recently sent out an inquiry for writers. I got hundreds and hundreds of emails and there was probably two writers who actually had portfolio pieces that proved to me, oh, they know what they're talking about. You, any client can look at that writing and tell instantly. And I, I don't say that to intimidate anyone because everyone is capable of that if they do the work to choose the niche. But a lot of people even struggle with that concept. Right. When you reach out to clients, you want to make it as easy for them as possible to kind of envision you, how you would work for them. So presenting them a portfolio with, you know, all these different topics and industries, they, they can't see like, how would that relate to the work that we would need? Exactly. Getting on calls with clients. Now, tell me about that. So it sounds like you are taking calls with clients. Your cold pitches are being answered, which is amazing. Have you ever done that before? Is this brand new to you? Brand, brand new. Had never, yeah, cold pitch before. Had never gone on any discovery calls before. And the thing is, like, when I first was learning copywriting, it was just me, you know, studying the basics of it. But I was getting to the point where I was burning out because there's so much to learn. It's not just writing. It's like marketing. You have to learn the business side of things. You have to learn psychology, And so I was getting really burned out and thinking like, there's no way I can be able to do this because it's going to take me just too long. I have my kids. It's, I'm just studying, studying, studying. I don't even know how to get my business on the, you know, off the ground. So yeah, when I found your course, it was absolutely perfect because, you know, there's so many copywriting courses and they teach you how to write and all that's good, but you can also learn that from watching YouTube videos and just looking stuff up, reading books And all that. So just like if you're a self-starter, self-learner and motivator, that's pretty easy to do. So I didn't really want a course that taught me how to write specifically. I needed someone to kind of like hold my hand and tell me step-by-step, like, how do I actually get my business up and going? And so that's why your course has been perfect for me. I'm like, so happy I found it. But the way you just describe step-by-step what to do, I felt very prepared going into these calls. So from creating my website, to building my portfolio and optimizing my LinkedIn page. I felt like I had a good handle on things. Even if I don't know everything, I felt like prepared and I didn't feel embarrassed that I'm just starting out because I had everything I needed to in order to complete the calls. So yeah, I just followed your cold pitch templates and they've really been working really well for LinkedIn specifically. And I've been able to set up, I think within like, six or seven days, it was like three calls I was able to schedule. 
And one of them was actually inbound, which was nice. But the key is to have like to be prepared with everything, to have everything done professionally, your website, and to make sure you have good writing in your portfolio. But be confident, like just act like you know what you're doing. And it's not fake it till you make it, but it's just kind of learn as you go. Because the way I'm thinking about it now is like when you land the first client, you're working on one or two projects at a time. You're not working on a million projects. So just learn how to do that one project, learn how to do that one type of writing or whatever it may be. And then go from there. You don't know how to, you don't need to know how to do everything just to get started. And that's where I was getting stuck. Like I had tried to start in 2020, got burned out, started trying to do it again and kept getting burned out. But with like what you teach is very actionable and like, here's just go step by step. So yeah, on the calls, just be confident refer back to your portfolio pieces if you've never done this, if you haven't been published before, and then come in with a list of really good questions so that it can kind of leverage you, right? So that you're the one asking them a lot of questions. And one important thing for me really has been the elevator pitch because all of them have asked me, how did you end up here in dentistry, you know, in the dental field? And it's so crafting my experiences to match to match the niche, really. Yeah, you did that so well. And I wanted to <laughs> call that out in the group because people think like, well, I don't have a background in this. I can't relate my background to what I'm doing. And you always can, if you know how to tell a story. So with you, it's like you had knowledge of what you said, oral structure, you know, you create your about page is such a good example of crafting a compelling story that tells the client how you got to where you are. And it, it doesn't include, well, I did 10 years of dentistry school and I did 10 years of professional copywriting. So hire me. It has nothing to do with that. It's that you have a knowledge and an interest and you've chosen a specific field and you learned how to package that into what we call the elevator pitch so that it instantly resonates with the client. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was worried about it at first. Like I even posted in the Slack community group, like, oh, I feel like a fraud. Like people are going to see right through me. But no, I, I know even if there's something I don't understand within like what, if there's a project I'm working on and there's a topic I don't understand, I know how to research. I know how to go through academic journals from my, you know, from my background as a speech therapist. And I know how to do that research and write about it. So yeah, just really think about Uh, like what things you have learned with your background and how you can use that in copywriting in your niche. Yeah. And I like what you said about all of the overwhelm and the information, because the problem with this field, it can be the wild west. There's so many people giving advice and it's not that the advice isn't true. It's that it's not geared toward a beginner because many people can't put themselves in the shoes of an absolute beginner So they start saying things like get referrals and, you know, make your own blog and start posting content. And it's like, yes, those things can help some people and they are good long-term goals, but what's going to get a brand new writer who's never done this from point A to getting their first client. And the answer isn't learning copywriting and doing this, doing that. It's create your portfolio, create your websites, start pitching 
it, it is that feeling of imposter syndrome because you are doing something and you are, you are doing something you've never done. You are marketing yourself, even though you've never done it, but you need to do that to get the opportunity and the client will be grateful. It's not about lying, deceiving. It's not about hyping. I can't tell you how many emails I got just recently saying like, I've never done this before, but I think I can do this for you. And it's like, don't tell me that. Re <laughs> reiterate your confidence in yourself and your enthusiasm. And I don't care if you're a beginner. I just want, you know, make me confident in you. Yeah. I don't tell clients that I'm a beginner. I've never done this before. I mean, if they ask me like, who have you worked with before? I'll tell like, I won't lie to them. Right. But it's just about setting your, making yourself seem knowledgeable because you are right on the certain subject and just setting yourself up to, to be confident and letting them know that you, you can do this. Like there's a reason why you chose this, this field. Yeah. The copywriting, marketing, persuasion formulas, all that stuff will eventually come. Please for every writer who's listening to this, don't get bogged down in thinking you need to know exactly what to do in order to, to get started. You need one client to give you one chance yeah. They're going to ask you, do you do this? And it's, you're going to want to say, well, I've never done it before, but yes, no, no, no. Yes, I'll do that. Then you can scramble and start Googling and freaking out, but then you become resourceful. You research, you do what you have to do and you give them your best. Maybe, if, maybe it'll flop. Maybe they'll hate it. Maybe they'll drop you. Who cares? We have to all start somewhere. And it doesn't start with just knowing everything. It starts with getting your foot in the door. And that's exactly what you did. And that's why I'm like, yes, like she gets it. <laughs> I was nervous at first because I'm someone who I like to know what I'm doing. And when I don't know what I'm doing, it's very scary. Like I don't like to fail. And I don't like when people see that I fail. So that's why I kept getting more books and just more and more and more. And it's like at a point where like, well, you know, when can I actually start? And so the way you break it down just made it easier for me to see like, yeah, I can just do one thing at a time. And, and one, one thing that really helped was, you know, starting with content writing instead of just like going right into copywriting. If you start out with blogging or just doing certain content, to me, that's easier. And so you can kind of ease into it. Yeah. Most people who enroll in the course at least have a bachelor's degree. You do not need one, but most people do. And if you have a bachelor's degree, it means you've written an essay, which means you can write a blog post. You'll have to learn some nuance, but I always say this, if you can write a high school or college level essay, you can write a blog post and it's such a great foot in the door. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's another point of confusion too, is like people think they need to get right into direct response copywriting. And that's really hard to do. And personally, I never come out the gate offering something like that because there needs to, at least through a cold pitch, because there needs to be a level of trust when you give someone like access to your website. Yeah. And if you have a built out portfolio and you've done a million other websites, sure, you're going to get that opportunity. But if you're brand new, you can create your own blog post, make it look like you've been published and it's like a low barrier to entry. So I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. And I think the more you write, the more confident you'll get. And then, you know, yeah. slowly you can ease into the other things as well, which is my plan. Yeah, absolutely. And it, the other thing is that it comes 
getting better. Cause that's the other advice I see a lot online. People are like, just write every single day and keep improving. But actually the only thing that really makes you better is client feedback. Yeah. And that's why people are like, do this copy. What do they call it? Copy critique. And like, is this good? And it's like, nobody act other than the basic grammar. Nobody can tell you if it's good except for the client, because it's what they want. Yeah. So true. Okay. So we'll end it on this. Talk to me a little bit about like the fear of rejection, especially with these client calls. I'm going to break it into two parts. I'll ask you about fear of rejection and how to overcome it. And then I'll ask you just like what your final advice would be for aspiring writers. But I think that's really key. What you said, where you're like, I don't like to fail. I don't like to set myself up for like this messiness of learning. And when you get on the calls with clients, it can be nerve wracking and all this stuff So tell me about like fear of rejection and how you overcome it and how other writers can overcome that. Yeah, I would say it's still something I'm working on, but I've actually, I've kind of prayed that a client would reject me or like give me really, really bad feedback because it is something that I want to get stronger in. I think it's important to separate ourselves from our work. So if somebody, for instance, if you're working with a client and you get really poor feedback and they don't want to work with you, oh, well, it's not a direct reflection of you as a person. They maybe just didn't like your style of writing or they, it's not what they were looking for. So I think just separating yourself from your work and seeing it not as a direct reflection of you. And so what if one person rejects you or if a client doesn't like you or your personality after discovery call, you know, there are so many others who you will track with And those are the people that you want to work for anyway, not someone that you're going to clash with. So yeah, if you get on a call and it doesn't work out, go on to to the next one, the next one and keep improving and and don't let other people's opinions really discourage you, especially if you're getting a lot of good feedback and then there's one client who, you know, gives you negative feedback. Okay. So just maybe learn from it if they're giving you constructive criticism but don't let it stop you from pursuing the career. That's so good because I can't tell you how much time I've spent, how much time I've wasted obsessing over critical feedback. And I noticed that the clients that really like me and like my work and want to work with me, their feedback, even though it's correction, never feels abrasive or bad. And some clients, unfortunately, do get abrasive and they do make you feel bad about yourself. And those aren't your clients. Yes, there's always room for improvement, but if you feel like you're really being put down, it could be a sign that it's just not a fit. And like, I can't emphasize enough to not take things personally. Yes, That's so key. I love that you said like separating yourself from, from your work. You are not your work. Yeah. We, We are not our work. It's true. What would you say to writers who are on the fence about joining the course and they're just not sure that it's going to work for them? Yeah, sure. So I would say just do the preliminary work of like studying copywriting, studying the basics of it. Don't go overboard and keep learning everything and just do learn the basics, go on forums like Reddit and just read what other people's stories have been. And if you're really wanting to get into it, I I think Christine's course is like the absolute best in terms of going from like point A where you you don't have anything set up to actually getting clients because it's really easy to just take it one step at a time as she lays it out. For instance, like 
choosing your niche, creating your website, building your portfolio and creating your LinkedIn profile and then sending out the cold pitches. So yeah, if you're really wanting to do this, I think the paid copywriter course is the best to really get going, get yourself out there and start getting clients. Chantel, thank you so much for all of your wisdom. I'm super excited to put this out.